Hello, Story Pirates podcast listeners. Lee here. On today's episode, we find out the truth about why all season long, Lee has been pronouncing Kiefer like Kafir. Have you noticed that? It's weird. We also welcome to the show the incredible actor, Richie Moriarty. All of that coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. We really did it, Spider. Can you believe it? We put a stop to cue ball and the billiard boy's reign of terror over the city. All in a day's work for the amicable arachno boy and the spectacular spider. <laughs> I know you want to keep watch over the city tonight, but we need our rest. I-, I may be arachno boy when I put this mask on, but when I take it off, I'm just normal, everyday New Yorker, Jarek Dieter. <laughs> what? Spider, you've seen my face. You know I'm not the baseball player. Very funny, Spider. Listen, I want you to take some time for you today, for the civilian you. Oh, I know. Why don't you go hang out with your story pirate friends? When's the last time you saw Lee? He still works at the Double Overtree Hotel? Wow, that really takes me back. Anyway, gotta go, Spider. I'm gonna hit the batting cages. I can be different than the other Jarek Dieter and still like baseball.
I've been told I've had an overactive imagination. It makes me feel cozy. Ding. Your pen and paper have arrived. When someone tells me to plan for something, I totally usually rebel. They write most of my stories for fun. There's so much out there that we'll probably never know. The Sully Pirates. Hey, look! It's the spectacular spider! Cool headphones, spider! Hey, I think he's listening to a podcast! You go, spider! Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And where I found a bunch of confetti! Peter, cut it out! You're getting confetti all over my kefir! You're getting confetti all over my kefir. 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 Here are your keys, and here's your complimentary fountain pen. You'll be in room 611. Enjoy your stay here at the Double Overtree Hotel. Thank you very much. Oh, my. Spider? What is it? Stop ringing that bell. Okay, okay, I'm putting on my tiny headphones. Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And where I found a bunch of confetti. Peter, cut it out. You're getting confetti all over my kefir. Hold on a second. I haven't seen any of the Story Pirates since we got back to the surface last spring. Gasp! Is that my clone? He was supposed to come back to the hotel to get me as soon as he got the ship out of Henrietta's towing yard. I've been covering his shifts all summer. <laughs> it's winter now? You don't think he's trying to take over my life, do you? <laughs> You're right. Let's find the rest of the gang. Clone Lee still has my phone, so we should be able to track it using the Help My Phone Is Missing app. We just need to triangulate the signal. There. Looks like they're deep underneath the Lower East Side. The lowest East Side. Good idea. We'll listen to a story while we head down there. Hi, my name is Orion. I'm nine years old and I live in Canada. This is my story, Leprechaun Drone Capture Plan. Soldiers, attention! Sir, sir, yes, sir. sir. I'll bet you're wondering why we, the army, are in the park. It's our most dangerous mission yet. Are we jumping out of a plane? No. Are we swimming through shark-infested waters? No. Are we attempting to make a souffle without the top caving in? I said dangerous, not impossible. Our mission is to capture a leprechaun because leprechauns grant wishes. Oh, right. With the power of wishes, we'll be the strongest army ever. We'll be impervious to budget cuts. But we don't have any leprechaun capturing technology. Soldiers, what I'm about to show you is so top secret that we have been guarding it with our most advanced security measures. You mean hiding it under this sheet? Don't touch the sheet, Carla. That's my job. Let me just pull it off. This is the brand new, ultra-advanced Leprechaun Drone. It's a remote-controlled flying device designed solely for capturing leprechauns. Incredible, sir. But what is our Leprechaun Drone capture plan? What now? Capture plan. Specifically, how we'll use the drone to capture the leprechaun? If we have a Leprechaun Drone this advanced, do we really need a Leprechaun Drone capture plan? Watch. Activate the drone. 
Here comes a leprechaun, sir! Tidy tidy toe. Ha, tis a beautiful day to be a leprechaun. Not a thing disturbing me peace. Say, what's that noise? Sounds like a whirring and a stirring. I'd better investigate. We're doing it. We're capturing a leprechaun. Ah, a strange machine. Run away. <laughs> Sir, the leprechaun has run away. Yeah, Carla, I noticed. Or are you guys trying to catch that leprechaun? Ah. Oh. Hi. Who are you, kid? My name's Orion. I was playing here in the park when I noticed you were trying to capture a leprechaun with a drone without a leprechaun drone capture plan. This is a top secret mission, so scram! I see a lot of leprechauns in this park, so I know a lot about them. I have the ultimate leprechaun drone capture plan. All right, let's hear this ultimate plan. You set up a drone with grass on it, a picnic table, and a sign that says leprechaun happy place. Clever. That's actually a great idea. Fine, that's now our capture plan. Now get out of here, kid. But there's more. You need to I do I said a scram. Okay. Now that the kid's gone, we can get back to the mission. Carla, get some grass. Yancey, build a tiny picnic table. I'll make the sign because I've been taking a calligraphy class. Let's get building. And done. Excellent work, soldiers. This drone is perfect for a leprechaun capture. Give yourself a shout out for the sign, Sarge. That's a beautiful script. Thank you. Now, turn on the drone. Here comes the leprechaun. Tis a beautiful day. What's that I spy with my little eye? A leprechaun-sized picnic? It's working. And there's even a little sign written with beautiful calligraphy. It says, Leprechaun Happy Place. Soldiers, we have executed the perfect leprechaun drone capture plan. Hey, just an Irish tick. Something's missing. Tis no leprechaun happy place after all. Run away. Ha! How did our perfect leprechaun drone capture plan fail? Because it wasn't perfect. <laughs> it's that kid again. Orion, you have the grass, the picnic table, and the sign, but you also need to serve golden-wrapped food. Of course. And you two made fun of me for packing gold foil wrap. All right, kid. You told us what to do. I don't feel great about it. Now scram! But you will also have I to- I said scram! Okay, sheesh. Carla, Yancey, time to start wrapping up some food with that gold foil. Let's do it. <laughs> and done. Wow, Sarge, those are nice creases. Thank you. I've been taking a paper crafting class. Hobbies are important. Now let's put this plan into action. Turn on the drone. Here comes the leprechaun. What's this? A leprechaun picnic table with a sign that says leprechaun happy place and food wrapped in gold. Fortune smiles upon me twice. He's taking the bait. Mmm, macaroni and cheese. Ow, ow. Raw cabbage and every leprechaun's favorite food. Soup. It's working. What a fantastic meal. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Now that I'm finished with me picnic, I shall wander off. Lighty dee tee da. He escaped! How did our leprechaun drone capture plan fail again? I can tell you. <laughs> it's that kid. Orion, oh, and your leprechaun drone capture plan failed this time because you didn't make a leprechaun-sized cabin with a door that glues shut once the leprechaun is inside. Oh. You heard the kid. And <laughs> <laughs> Kid, this is when I tell you to scram, but it's too late. Here comes the leprechaun. Lighty dee tee da. Aha. Is that a leprechaun-sized cabin I see? He's going in. I'm inside of the cabin. I never felt more at home. 
Oh, no, the door be glued shut. It's worse than the Anglo-Norman invasion under Henry II. The drone, it's headed straight for Orion. I caught it. Not so fast. I'll take that. I'll just open the door. Huh? Show yourself, leprechaun. Top of the morning to you. The name's Goldie O'Malley. You caught me fair and square. So I will now grant you one wish. I wish for... Uh, this is harder than I expected. I wish I'd written down a wish earlier. Here you go. Why am I holding a paper with the words a wish written on it? Wait, no, I wasted my one wish. You sure did. Now it's be Orion's turn to make a wish. Really, he's the one who caught me. I wish for infinite wishes. Ah, that is such a better wish. All right, here you go. Awesome. For my first wish, let's all go down this giant slide. You go down first, Goldie. Whee! And now you, Orion. Now it's your turn, the army. <laughs> we have fun. Well, I've learned my lesson. Sometimes expert knowledge comes from the most unexpected places. Thank you for helping us with our leprechaun drone capture plan, Orion. You're welcome, Sarge. Any chance you could use one of your wishes on a super cool, expensive army plane? Definitely not. <laughs> Worth a shot. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. So, Orion, you wrote Leprechaun Drone Capture Plan. Yeah. For anyone that's listening that doesn't know what a leprechaun is, can you tell people what they are? They're like little creatures that are thought to wear green. And there are two different stories about them. When you get them, they give off gold or they give you a wish. And if you have one and you blink, it'll go away in the blink of an eye. And they're, and they're around maybe half a foot tall. So why are they so hard to catch? Because they only come around on St. Patrick's Day. Also, they don't want to be caught. So I love your philosophy about planning for the leprechaun. And I'm wondering, in the rest of your life, are you the sort of person that plans for things or do you not plan for things? Not really, unless I want to. When someone tells me to plan for something, I totally, usually rebel if I want to plan for something, I plan for something, but I usually don't plan for something. Can you give me an example? My dad, he has some electronics, and he wants to put cords behind them, but he also doesn't want them to be pushed back and crush the cords by me and my little sister by accident. And so he asked me, hey, could you help me with the Lego to make something that'll hold them away from the big electronics. And I say, no. And he says, but you usually like Lego building. And I say, I still don't want to do it. It's amazing how you do stuff when you want to, but when someone tells you to do it, you very quickly lose enthusiasm about it. <laughs> Why is that, do you think, about yourself? I like to be in, t in control. Has that been true your whole life? Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation when you thought, I need to let go of my need to control this situation. I need to just let it happen. Not that I remember. Can you imagine that ever happening in the future? I, I can, but I probably wouldn't want to. So the goal of capturing the leprechaun for you and in the story is to get a wish. But are there any other ways to make a wish come true besides capturing a leprechaun? Since it's so hard to do that. A star, a birthday. 
day. What about a plan? Like, have you ever had a wish that you were able to make come true because you planned? No. No. Okay. Cross plans off the list, everybody. Orion, thank you so much for talking to me today, and thanks for letting us perform your story. Welcome. Bye. Bye. Underground level. Welcome home, Lee. Welcome home, Spider. Look, everyone. Lee is home. Yay! Yay! Lee's been here all day. He's sitting right over there. Um, gasp? Oh, I've seen this before. All right, fess up. Which one of you is a clone? And think carefully before you answer, because Siegfried isn't afraid to destroy you. Megan, I'm very afraid of destroying clones. Shh, they don't know that. I'll do it. I'm not afraid. There's no need to destroy either of us. Oh, man. The truth is, the person you've been living with is the clone. The two of us are exactly the same, except for his unmistakable British accent. British accent? This Lee doesn't have a British accent. Are you sure about that? Listen more carefully to his quote-unquote American accent. Clone Lee? Say something. It's true. I'm Clone Lee. Oh, what is that? That is horrible. It sounds like Dr. Weird. Clonely, you can drop the accent. You're not fooling anyone. Phew! Now I can finally be myself. Way uh, more British. Sounds like Sherlock Holmes. That seems much more natural. Hang on. Have we been sailing around and going on adventures with Clonely all this time? Oh, how I wish that were true. The truth is, Lee used a British copy machine to clone himself way back when he first bought the SS Tidal Wave on eBay. Gather round, I'll tell you the story. Grab a snack. Uh, are you all sure you don't want to hear the story from me originally? Keep it down. Clone Lee is talking. Oh, okay. Twas a crisp autumn morning on my first day at the Double Overtree Hotel. The hotel manager, G. Garden Gunsler, or Triple G as we called him, was delivering the morning announcements. Gather round, team. Why the long face, Triple G? Tootsie Pop Rock. What did I tell you about commenting on the length of my face? Ugh, mutter it to myself. Ugh, long face. That's better. But we're not here to talk about my face. That'll be covered in the afternoon meeting. This isn't easy to say, but business isn't looking good. Nobody wants to stay in hotels anymore. Everyone's buying mysterious pirate ships online and sailing the world. If only we could. Exactly. If only we could stop them. Hold on. Have you always been British? Ever since I came out of the cloning printer this morning. Shouldn't have asked. My point is we need to drum up more interest in the Double Overtree Hotel. That's why I've hired a hotel photographer. Everyone, meet Jarek Dieter. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. Jarek Dieter? Finally, my big break. Triple G, I'm quitting this dumpster fire of a hotel and headed to the major leagues. Come on, Jarek. You can teach me how to swing a bat. Oh, I get that a lot. I'm not Jarek Dieter, the baseball player. You can see my face, right? The heart sees what it wants to see. So you've hired Jarek to take nice pictures of the rooms and such? Lee, you couldn't be more wrong. Jarek isn't just any photographer. He specializes in taking pictures of one thing, arachno boy. Why 
are you so good at taking pictures of Arachno Boy? <laughs> uh, I guess it's just good luck? It'll take more than good luck to turn this hotel around. Believe me, I bought a lucky cat months ago and it still hasn't paid off. Bad cat! Bad! Arachno Boy is exactly what this hotel needs. I'm trusting the three of you to figure out a way to lure Arachno Boy to the hotel. Do whatever it takes. Get me pictures of Arachno Boy! Did he just walk into a broom closet? He sweeps when he's stressed out. Pictures of Arachno Boy! These floors will be spotless by lunch. <gasps> That's it! Lunch! It's only 9.30, but I could eat. I won't tell Triple G if you don't. No, I mean, we'll lure Arachno Boy with a free meal. Oh. That could work, but we need to know what he likes to eat. I've heard he likes a good New York slice just as much as anyone else. Not so fast, Jarek. Everyone knows that Arachno Boy was bitten by a radioactive arachnid. I'm certain that his appetite must reflect that of a typical spider as well. And what do spiders love to eat? Pizza? Flies! Exactly! We'll just release heaps of flies in the hotel, and Arachno Boy will be here in no time. Good idea, Lee. This plan sounds flawless. Is Arachno Boy here? Uh, no, but I swallowed a bunch of flies. I don't, I don't think Arachno Boy would like this. You three, get rid of all these flies and get me pictures of Arachno Boy. I'll get the swatter. Lee, that was a terrible idea. None of us were behind you at any point. Really? But you... Instead, here's what I think we should do. We'll trap Arachno Boy by constructing an elaborate spider web in the hotel lobby made out of yarn, duct tape, and super glue. Once Arachno Boy swings into our trap, Jarek can nap pictures of him and we'll all go to lunch. I don't really think that spiders get stuck in spider webs. I mean, that's more for the things they're hunting, so maybe... Too late, I've already gotten started. Wow, we got a lot of people stuck so far. Either of you spot Arachno Boy? Is that him? No, that's just a girl. Hey, it's Gwen. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking into... Yeah, it happened again. Ah, nuts. I really thought that would work. Tootsie, get me down from here and get me pictures of Arachno Boy! I'll get the scissors. I hate to say it, guys, but I don't think any of this is working. Maybe we should just take lunch and give up for the day. Really? Weren't you hired specifically to take pictures of Arachno Boy? Yes, I, I was. I, uh, of course I was, but um, I have poor work ethic? Mm, oh, makes yeah, sense. me too, usually. Besides, he's, he's probably super busy fighting villains and everything. Wait, that's it, Jarek! If we can get all of Arachno Boy's biggest villains to attack the hotel, he'll have to show up to save the day! Oh, I, I really don't think that's what Arachno Boy would want us to do. <laughs> How would you know? What, do you know the guy or something? Uh... No. Then there's no problem. I'll call the villain hotline and have them over here in a flash. going on out here? The lobby's in shambles. Nothing but villains as far as the eye can see. But you know what the eye can't see? Arachno Boy! He should be here! Perhaps Arachno Boy just doesn't care about a little hotel like ours. No! Arachno Boy cares. Trust me. But Jarek, how 
However would you know such a thing? <sighs> There's something I have to tell you. And that's when he revealed a massive secret. I really shouldn't tell you what it is. He's Arachno boy. What? How did you know? Seems That's pretty obvious. Pretty clear to me. Oh, we weren't supposed to know? Oh my. We promised never to reveal his secret identity. Please don't tell anyone. Ooh, I already posted about it. So did I. And I reposted their posts. Plus, we're recording this for the podcast. Hmm. I hope this doesn't have any negative consequences. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. 
Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Now. Where was I? You betrayed Arachno Boy by revealing his secret identity as Jarek Dieter. Oh, right. Good point, Spider. Everyone always thinks he's the baseball player anyway. He's not? Anyway, he was able to stop all of the villains and save the day. And that was my first day after Lee cloned himself and left me at the Double Overtree Hotel. On my second day, two food trucks parked directly outside of the hotel and we couldn't decide which one we wanted for lunch. So, Conley, we don't want to hear about every day of your life. Speak for yourself. What happened with the food trucks? We ended up splitting a bagel that a guest forgot at the front desk. You had to split one bagel? My goodness. Clonely, I told you I would take over your shifts for the summer so you could go look for our ship. You were supposed to find me once you did. I know, but the truth is, I've long been envious of all your adventures. After you left, I listened to every episode of your podcast, and I thought to myself, that could be me one day. Not just the Lee who works, but the Lee who sails around the universe. Although, I do feel badly about lying to you. I'm sorry. Here's your phone back. Uh, thank you. I don't know why I gave this to you in the first place. I suppose I'll go back to the Double Overtree Hotel. It's where I belong, after all. Oh, uh, about that. I couldn't find anyone to cover my shift today, so I quit. What? Where am I meant to go? Clonely, why don't you take the ship? Huh? Rolo, are you sure? Of course I'm sure. We have a lot to thank Clone Lee for. Without him, all of us might have never come back together to do the podcast. That's true. He brought Rolo and Smitty to help me find my good luck ghost. And he helped pull me out of irrational space. He helped me test out rides at our theme park. And he did 
whatever he did on the set of my TV show. Wow, I must have missed a lot. I haven't had time to listen to the podcast, Spider. I've been busy working. But, clonely, I agree. You should take the ship. When I cloned myself, I never even considered that you'd be missing out on the things I'd get to experience. Here you go, clonely. Take good care of it. And don't unshrink it until you get to the surface. All of you, thank you. Thank you for all of the adventures we've had these past few months. I'll treasure them forever, and I'll be sure to experience as much of the universe as I can. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, Chloe! Well, welcome back, Original Lee. Yay! <sighs> it's good to be back. Also, what exactly is this place? We'll catch you up on everything that you missed. But first, do you want to listen to a story together? More than anything. Okay, listeners, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be invisible? Sounds pretty great, right? But what if there's a whole world out there for invisible people that we don't even know about? That's the premise of this next story, and here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Clara. I'm 10 years old and I live in Michigan. This is my story, The Invisible Shop. On the next episode of Snark Tank. I'm seeking $500,000 for my new business, Milkshake Pants. They're the pants you drink. Who's in? Oh, dear. Ugh, they have so many bad ideas on this show. I'm sure that I could sell a much better business than that. But I don't need to, since my mom pays for everything and surely will indefinitely. Ah, and here she is calling now. Hello, Mother. Edward, dear, are you sitting at home again doing nothing? It's time for you to go get a job. But, Mom, I tried. Remind me how you got fired from that haunted house. I ghosted them, but it was a character choice. And what happened when I got you the job at the furniture store? I slept in all of the beds. Someone needed to test them. And how does one get fired from a volunteer fire department? I honestly thought we were supposed to fist fight the fires. So you're applying for jobs, right? You're not sitting on the couch watching TV on your phone? Mom, don't be ridiculous. I'm sitting on the toilet, not the couch. I'm cutting you off. But I don't want a job. I'm only 41. I just want to take the easy way out of everything. Is that too much to ask? Tonight on Channel 7 News, more people in our city are randomly turning invisible. What you need to know and how it will affect your morning commute. In other news, giant evil rats have been seen climbing the... Invisible? Boy, that would be nice. Then I could do whatever I wanted and get away with it. Weird. Yeah, it felt funny for a moment just now. Maybe it's time to stop watching TV on the toilet. I'll just reach out to replace the toilet paper roll and... My hand! I don't see it! I'm completely invisible! You know what this means. I don't need a job now! I'll just take what I want! Time to get started with some errands! Hello, convenience store? Uh, Dad, I told you not to call me at work anymore. Well, did you try pressing the power button down longer? Oh, Dad, I gotta go. Someone just came in the store. At least, I thought they did. Uh, is someone there? Why did the soda fountain just start running? Must be jammed. Ah! 
The shriveled hot dog from the shriveled hot dog roller thingy are floating. This place is haunted. I'm out of here. My first free meal is an invisible person. How? Patooey! Something's wrong. I want to eat this shriveled hot dog, but I can't. Why? It's because it's not invisible food. Who's there? Another invisible person? That's right. Invisible people have to eat invisible food. That doesn't sound so bad. That you buy with invisible money from having an invisible job. But I don't want a job. Hey. I know. What if I make an invisible shop? No one will be able to see it, right? So I could spend like half a second making it, make a bunch of money, and go back to doing nothing. Oh, well, uh, I guess the question is then, are you hiring? I used to be an invisible Zumba instructor, but no one could see the moves, so, you know, I just hang out in this convenience store now, you know, delivering exposition, and, uh, sorry, are, are you still there? Did you walk away while I was talking? Okay, wouldn't be the first time. I'm alone right now, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Well, good luck opening your store. Invisible friends, thank you all for coming to the opening day of Edward's Invisible Shop. This is such a great looking crowd. At least I assume it is, since I can't see any of you. All right, everyone. The invisible doors are open. Yeah. Everyone, come follow me inside. Follow the sound of my voice. You can do it. Ah, what a success. Everyone's coming inside the shop. Now I'm going to go watch TV and wait for the money to roll in. This place can take care of itself. Excuse me? I'd like to speak to the invisible manager. Yeah, me too. Uh, I guess that would be me. Is everything okay? There is an invisible cash register, but no cashier. How am I supposed to get invisible change for this invisible $100 bill so that I can buy something somewhere else? Uh, and what is your uh, invisible return policy? These invisible begonias might be wilted. I really thought it would be easy just to make a business and make a bunch of money off of it, but this is so much work. I don't see how this can get any worse. Excuse me, Invisible Health Inspector coming through. Invisible Health Inspector? Edward, I presume. How on earth am I supposed to have an invisible health inspection? The store is invisible. I know what you're thinking. Oh, goody, I'm invisible now, so I'll just make an invisible store and be lazy about it because no one can see it. I... <laughs> well, you're wrong. Invisible stores are subject to invisible government safety regulations. For instance, this floor. Is it made of standard invisible pine? Um, I... Unstable! Minus five points. Are you going to fix that invisible hole? Wait a minute. Is this invisible rotisserie chicken? With the string, that's hard to cut and everything. My invisible thermometer tells me these are not being kept at 200 degrees. Minus 17 and a half points. How can you read an invisible thermometer? Now let's just tally up the points here to see if you've passed, and let's hope that no other violations come to my attention in the next few seconds. Excuse me, is there someone here that can help me? <gasps> There's a visible human here in your store. Is that an invisible health code violation? The greatest violation of all. Visible human? What are you doing here? This shop is for invisible people? I don't know. Seemed cool. Having a visible human in your store means you're subject to a hefty invisible fine. Uh, but, but... And you'll need to attend an invisible health certification course, file all the necessary invisible paperwork, and register with the IRS. 
the Invisible Revenue Service. Okay, fine. I get it, okay? I thought I wouldn't have to be a grown-up if I were invisible and I could just slack off, but I was wrong. So I'll do the course and the paperwork, and I'll fix the invisible rotisserie chicken. I'll be responsible because I know that nothing is going to come out of nowhere and fix all of my problems. Uh, wait a minute. What's that? giant evil rats invading the store! Let's throw all our invisible money in the air as we run away! <laughs> and I can't look at that scary visible human anymore! This health inspection is cancelled! Forever! I'm leaving too! Wow, I guess something did come out of nowhere and fix my problems. Well, time to close my shop and go back to being responsible for nothing! Hey, uh, I'm still here. Oh, the visible human. Uh, thanks for scaring the inspector away. Say, how would you like a coupon for my shop? Didn't you just say you're closing it? Yeah, um... You're not about to try to take the easy way out of this, are you? The end! And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up from six-year-old Lewis in Washington, we have a story called Spinning Robot. And now if you have cats, you know that cats spend all day trying to get into places that you don't want them to get into. And you can probably imagine if you had a robot at home that could be programmed to do anything and you left the house, your cats would probably spend all day trying to program that robot. And that's what happens in Lewis's story to hilarious effect. Lewis, thanks for sending your story in. Next up from eight-year-old Zoe Bell in Mississippi, we have a story called The Queen. If you could wish on a shooting star for anything, what would you wish for? Well, the queen in Zoe Bell's story wishes for something very specific and interesting. You're gonna have to read this story to find out what it is. I think you might be surprised. Thanks for sending your story in, Zoe Bell. And finally, from five-year-old Shane in Louisiana, we have a story called The Small Monster Who Doesn't Know That He Is Small. And I love this story because aren't we all sort of trapped in our own perspective about how big we are? <laughs> but just because you're small doesn't mean you can't go on big adventures. And to find out all of the adventures that this small monster goes on in Shane's story, you're gonna have to read it. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, just head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. And now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know where to start, here's a story spark to help you along. This week, we asked Clara, the author of The Invisible Shop, the following question. Clara, if you were having a food fight, what would be the best food to use and why? Mashed potatoes. They make a good noise and they can splat everywhere so they can get multiple people. So kids, what's your answer to that question? And can you use your answer as inspiration for a brand new story? Grownups, head to storypirates.com slash podcast to tell us your kids' answers to the question. And remember... We respond to every single story we receive. Now, 
That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Orion and Clara. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Sam Bear, Bobby Lord, Jack Mitchell, and Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Lee Overtree, and Alexis Simpson. Special guest, Richie Moriarty. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Dewey Cadell, Anna Corrigan, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Ilana Fishbein, Tara Halpern, Kristen Henley, Quinton Johnson, Rachel Jarofsky, Dan Leahy, Anna Marr, Jasmine Malave, Peter McNerney, Alexandra Nader, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Dominic Russo, Peter Russo, Jamie Watson, Rachel Winitsky, Addie Weirich, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. Dr. Weird, the world's most powerful sorcerer with an American accent. I need your help. What brings you to the Sanctum Penthouse loft? My secret identity's been revealed to the world. Can you wave your magic glowy hands around and make everyone forget that I'm Jarek Dieter? That is within my power, but be warned. Everyone, including myself, will forget that Arachno Boy is Jarek Dieter. But in all honesty, it might make it easier to watch baseball again. First of all, I'm not that Jarek Dieter. Second, he's been retired for like nine years now. Are you 100% certain that you're not? Yes! Look, I'm taking my mask off. There, you can see my face. I don't know. I'm not seeing the difference. What do you know? Your best friend is a cape. He's a cloak. You can tell the difference because his fabric drapes in such a way Forget that... it! I don't need to alter reality for this. I can live with people knowing I'm Jarek Dieter because I guess they can't tell the difference! The baseball player was a better mask than any mask could be. And I worked hard learning to sew just to make this thing! Why is this door so big?! Cloak! Get in here! I just met an American baseball player! Yes, that baseball player. What do you mean my accent's slipping?